guys, welcome to the next episode of the Cancer Cure Me podcast. Russell Peden here again with another amazing episode with an amazing guest for you to, to be today. Today, I want to introduce you to a good friend of mine, someone I've come to know and love over the last eight or nine years since I've gone through my cancer journey. Um, I'll let her kind of tell the story, but we met at the Rubio Cancer Center. You guys have heard me tell my story about how I ended up at the Rubio Cancer Center and how Dr. Rubio cured me through in my cancer. But uh, I met this amazing woman and her father when I went to Rubio for my initial seven-week treatment program. And I want you to meet her. And she, I want her to talk about herself. I want her to talk about how she met Dr. Rubio and her, her, her amazing dad, who is just a great guy. And then ultimately a little bit more about herself and what she's doing now with the information that that she's learned over these last, I don't know, 10 plus years and how she's now helping other people. So so please welcome to the program to this week's episode, my good friend, Linda Blake. Linda, welcome to the Cancer Cure Me podcast. Thank you, Russell. Uh, I like what you said about you've grown to love because um, I love seeing your life unfold. Every time I see you make posts and I see you and your family and how how healed you are since the day I met you many years ago. So, it'll, you know, I, it always warms my heart. So I'm very honored to be here and um, I'm looking forward to uh, having a nice conversation here. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, again, as you point out, we've connected not only to where we both at the Ruby, and we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, we've become friends. We're, we're connected on social media and and I appreciate you're always commenting and liking my posts and I'm doing the same for yours as well. We've been able to grow and live life together from afar. You're in New York, we're here in Virginia. You've watched us move to Mexico and move back and all that stuff. So Linda, again, we met at the Rubio Cancer Center in 2015. As as are my listeners know, I ended up at the Rubio Cancer Center on New Year's Eve 2014. That's the day I arrived. And I spent the next 49 days at the Rubio Cancer Center, as they know. And that's where I met you and your father, David. So talk to me about Rubio and your relationship with Rubio, because you, you that wasn't the first time you got you had been to the Rubio Cancer Center. So talk to me about how you met Dr. Rubio and how you found the Rubio Cancer Center. I um, I had a friend, Sandy, uh, and that and you had the honor of meeting at the clinic. And Sandy and I, Sandy was a naturopathic. We're both uh, naturopaths and into holistic medicine. And we decided to go to a convention, a naturopathic doctor convention in uh, Las Vegas. It was quite an interesting. They may still have it. I don't know. But it was all naturopathic doctors and all people who were off the grid that were persecuted for what they did, that were making a mark. And that is where both um, Sand Sandra Tuckman and I met Dr. Rubio. And shortly after that, I um, let me just think. Shortly after that, I don't want to leave anything out. Sandy started to develop a relationship and actually go to his clinic with her cousin who had breast cancer. And she was healed for, I don't know, 20 years. And wow. then later on, Sandy got some breast cancer, but basically they formed a relationship. And then I formed a relationship in 2010 with Dr. Rubio when my dad got sick. Gotcha. I formed one in 2008 when my mom got sick, but unfortunately my mother got there um, way too late. Um, and had done a lot of things here in New York that uh, made her cancer get worse. Uh, she was told that there was no hope for her cancer, that I was very grateful for the doctor. So basically, 
it was my real journey with my father that I developed this um, friendship and me uh, medical uh, relationship. Yeah, relationship, which led me down a very special path. So, well, thanks, Lenny. Exactly. So, I didn't know about. Actually, I didn't know that your mom had you had taken her down there. But again, you know, I've mentioned before and telling my story that you know I've referred dozens and dozens of folks to the Rubio Cancer just like you have, and sometimes some people just wait too long to go, or they find out about it too late. And Doctor Rubio is not a miracle worker, right? He he, I mean, he can't lay his hands on and you know wake up, you come out of the cave. I mean, he's but he does everything he can to help. And, but again, so I've had people go down there who just waited too long. And again, he wasn't able to help them either. So I didn't even know about your mom, but I did know your father. And man, was he a stick of dynamite, man. He was a whippersnapper. I mean, he, uh, talk about, I mean, he, Dr. Rubio, talk, talk about your dad's cancer and, and what Dr. Rubio did. You don't have to get into the specifics, but what Dr. Rubio was able to do for him, if you don't I, I, I would like I would like to share about this because, you know, he is a miracle worker, Dr. Rubio. He, is. he truly is a miracle worker. My father came into the clinic with, I, I didn't expect my father to live, so I didn't go with expectations. He had terrible pain from bone cancer. Oh. Um, he had I'd say six cancers, brain, lung, liver, pancreatic cancer, every cancer, he had it. Wow. And I said to Rubio, please don't, and I've never lied to my father in my life until then. I said, please don't tell my father. He wanted to know his, his numbers, you know, what number he was. And Rubio came to me and said, he's a five. We'd never told my father he was a five because he would have been out the door. We stayed there for six months straight. Wow. While we were there, the cancer spread to his brain. It was, and I would say after one month of Rubio stem cells, my father woke me up at 12 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock a.m. and said, feed me, I'm hungry. And Dr. <laughs> Rubio said, that's because the stem cells. So I'd start making him food at 12 a.m. And what happened, uh, several months later, there was a little change and we found he had brain cancer. So magical Rubio started to make a vaccine. What's unique about Dr. Rubio and different is besides the stem cells, he does vaccines that are specific to each cancer. So my yeah. father had brain cancer vaccine, liver cancer vaccine, kidney vaccine, cancer yeah. vaccine, yeah. brain cancer vaccine, all these cancer vaccines. And once he gave my father this brain cancer vaccine, that turned the corner for him. And my father walked out in remission and remained remission for several years. Wow. And um, the pain from the bone cancer was uh, relieved magically from the injections Dr. Rubio puts into the actual, it's ozone and it's stem cells into the site. So anyone with pain from cancer or pain in general, mm -hmm. back pain troubles, this is like a miracle. In fact, I'll share one thing about myself. I don't want to, but this one pertains to it. I had fallen and hurt my ankle very bad. I went to acupuncture, everything imaginable, nothing worked. And I was at Rubio because he was working with um, a, a condition. I had Epstein-Barr. And he says, you know what? Let me inject the ankle. Well, I'm going to tell you, ever since that injection, I never needed another one. I was able to walk, go upstairs. It was like a miracle. Yep. Wow. You know what? And that sounds unbelievable. I know someone listening out here, they go, man, that sounds 
hard to believe. I mean, your dad had several different cancers. I mean, you know, as I said, and I, in my previous episode, guys, I mean, this is podcast is not to bash the, the, the U S cancer industry or, you know, cancer doctors, oncologists, it's just let people know, you know what, there are people out there who are winning their cancer battles, winning their cancer journeys, and, and they're doing it by uh, taking, you know, going outside of the traditional or conventional treatments and other treatments out there. So, but, you know, I watched your dad and I don't know at what point he was when I was there, but I mean, I knew he had, he was in pretty bad shape, at least in my eyes, but I was in pretty bad shape actually at the time. And, uh, but I remember him leaving, you guys left before I did. And then I remember seeing you guys, one of, one of my follow-up visits and your dad looked great. I, mean, I remember when he left the clinic the first time he was walking and I know he would, he would always, when I was there, he'd always, he's the one to encourage me to make sure I walk every day because he would oh, love to go out there and take his walk every day and, and make sure that he kept his body moving. I mean, cause I don't, how old was your dad at that time? 2015. 86. Wow, guys. Can you believe that guy's 86? I'm telling you guys, he could have kicked my butt back then. And uh, I mean, mentally, he was acute and and just he would always give me advice. He say, "Look, kid, you gotta make sure you walk every day and listen to everything that Doctor Rubio tells you to do." And and uh, what a great guy he was. And I appreciate that. It, it, I mean, I didn't. I knew he was. I knew he had cancer. And, I, and maybe I did know that he had what brain or lung, but I just knew he was in bad shape. I didn't know that he had you know six or seven different cancers. But you're right, Doctor Rubio. As I've mentioned, telling my story and others who. You know, Brooks, by the way, Linda Brooks Workheiser, who you know, who's my friend who of 20 years who referred me to Rubio. You know, he had stage four prostate cancer. So I've talked about how Rubio, one of his kind of a secret weapon outside of stem cells is he creates a customized vaccine, as you pointed out. And it's that custom vaccine that's specifically designed to target your particular cancer cell and teach your T cells how to identify whatever particular cancer cell that he's going after. And that's really the miracle behind the Rubio treatment is that instead of, you know, these cancer cells just being in your body and and your T cells trying to find them, now they know exactly what they're looking for. And that's why they're able to go there and and attack them and destroy them. And that's why we see the amazing results that most people have after going to the Rubio Cancer Center. And Um, I happen to be, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I love to interrupt. I have to (laughs) interrupt this point. I was there the first day Brooks was there. I was here. I was there that whole journey. Yeah, I happened to be at the clinic. Yeah, you know, and he told me, he told me, and uh, and then you know, I've, I we've had multiple conversations about about you, Brooks, and I, and then you and I have had conversations about Brooks. In fact, I just saw him on, a couple of days ago. We were both in Dallas for a Legal Shield convention, and of course, he's now ten or eleven years now, still cancer free as a result of the Rubio Cancer Center. Uh, you're gonna love. You should go back and listen to that episode. It's amazing. You're gonna love it. But Linda, enough about Rubio, Brooks, myself. And your dad, I want to talk a little bit about you because you're, you've gone through this with your friend Sandy, who is also super sharp and, and a whippersnapper. I mean, Sandy was also, she, she would tell you like it is. She was, she did not hold back punches at all, but she was always, what I liked about, she was always like fancy. I mean, we're, here we are at the Rubio Cancer, you know, everyone's got their sweats on, their sneakers, t shirts, just trying to get well. And Sandy would not step out of her room at Rubio without making sure she looked like a million bucks. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, but so you talked about Sandy, talked about your dad, Brooks, myself, but you've had some stuff that you've gone through as well. Dr. Rubio has helped you. You mentioned your Epstein-Barr, the stem cells and ozone in your ankle. But so you've had your own 
not necessarily cancer journey, but your own kind of health journey through your mom, through your dad, through Sandy and others that you've seen watch. So talk to me about how cancer, not necessarily cancer, but how this has all turned your life around and helped you go in a different direction, if you don't mind. Well, I have to, we have to bless Sandra Tuckman. <laughs> Sandra Tuckman Amen. was amazing. She taught me everything. She was the best homeopath, holistic doctor, everything you can imagine she was. She was trained with the best, and she taught me a lot. If I didn't meet Sandy, I wouldn't have met Dr. Rubio. Sandy put me on my course of yeah. healing. And so basically, she's the one who got me on the journey to see that there's alternative uh, treatments. If I didn't meet Sandy, I wouldn't have met Rubio. I wouldn't have known uh, what's out there. And I'm very grateful to her for showing me the way um, because it opened up a whole window of opportunity. And, you know, what's interesting in life is that through Sandy, you change your vibration, you learn things, uh, and then the right people come into your life that are going to teach you more, to teach you all the lessons. But on an emotional level, I would say being at the Rubio Cancer Clinic taught me a lot about love. You know, here we had a lot of different people from different backgrounds all together, but we all had something in common. And that common was we were at the cl clinic to heal right. and to appreciate life and seeing people up seeing people down, seeing people make it, seeing some occasional someone, you know, wasn't doing right. But mostly I'd say people were really healing at the Rubio Center. I'd say his success rate is very, very high. I don't know what it is, but I've seen many people yeah. really do well if they follow the program. But I did want to share something uh, since we're talking about the emotional aspect. What's very important you mentioned my father as attitude. Russell, when I met Russell, he was quiet. and But one thing he did was he had books. He had faith. Right. And he stuck the course. And Brooks was a whole other personality. As <laughs> he was having some difficulty with the treatments, I was in the treatment area where they administer the IVs. And I think Rubio had just came in to check on and he said, how are you doing? And he and he goes, you need me to slow down. And he goes, no, bring it on. And <laughs> wunderbar. And every time I saw him years later, wunderbar. So he that attitude of you two, and I that there has to be a certain level innate in us that's going to fight it. Now, right. my father, you don't know this about him, Russell. The day that he had the brain cancer that we found out. He was on the floor in the room. Mm. I will not describe what was on the floor, but it was mm. scary. And I didn't know what to do. And he had a conversation with Sandy. I had Sandy put him on the phone. And I spoke to a medium friend back home. Okay. My medium friend said to me, he, has to, he doesn't have forever. You know, I said, I don't care. I just want whatever time he's getting here. I'm, I'm grateful. You know, he doesn't have like 10 years. But what's most important, he said, he has to choose to stay, to mm. live. Mm. And that night at dinner, Sandy was there. Not Sandy wasn't there, I'm sorry. 
my father and I were there and he said, you know what I spoke to Sandy? She says, you lost your mother two years ago that I have to choose to stay. So I'm on the phone with my medium friend. Sandy's also a psychic. So my father chose to stay. And from that moment, he didn't give up and he chose to stay. And that's when we got, I think it was six more years with him, whatever it was, five more, whatever it was, there were good quality years. We went on vacations. He volunteered at various places. He was a volunteer, a docent. He, he had a good life. So the most important thing is having that will to live, that, fort, that fortitude right. that you're yeah. going to make it and that you got the strength. Yeah. Inner yeah. strength. Inner strength. You know, I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. People, you know, as I've probably mentioned in the podcast, I certainly have mentioned it to many people, you know, my wife, you, others, they said, man, you are pretty bad shape, bro. So I'm like, what are you talking about? I was perfectly fine through my entire cancer journey. I I just somehow I knew in, intuitively that I was going to be cured. I was going to be healed. So I was, as far as I was concerned, I was perfectly fine. I mean, yeah, I, I I knew I had this mass in my chest. And then I found out later after my chemo that I had these two tumors in my brain. I knew I had these foreign things in my body, but I still felt like I like myself. I still when I looked in the mirror, I didn't go, oh, I have cancer. Oh, I am sick. Oh, I'm gonna die. I just I just knew that I was gonna beat this. I didn't I'm talking about before I even heard of Dr. Rubio, before I even heard about Brooks's cancer, obviously before I met you and your dad, I just knew that I was gonna make it. So I definitely think that it's that it's a lot of it, it might be 90% your your how you think and then 10% whatever treatment option you choose. But I certainly think it's your it's about mindset. You know, they say the 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 body does whatever the mind tells it to do. And I I think there's certainly some truth to that. But enough about me. I want this whole journey. I mean, obviously it started with Sandy. Sandy started teaching you about holistic medicine. You started working on this path of becoming a natural path yourself. But I think what I'm hearing, and tell me if I'm correct, is that going through this with your mom, her passing, then your dad, and just seeing his journey and Rubio being able to turn his life around and give him six or seven more years. And then, as you said, watching other people have success and some people not have success just as a whole. And you're not stopping. You just recently introduced me to a few days ago, another amazing doctor, a guy named Dr. Bill, who's doing some other stuff that's I mean, similar, but he's he's helping people in all kind of areas of of their health. So you've this whole thing over the last ten or twelve years, fifteen years with you, I have maybe longer than that. I haven't I don't I haven't do the bath right. Has really put you on a path of learning and wanting to help as many people as you can in this whole kind of I don't know how to use the right word integrative, holistic, alternative health world. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. In fact. That was another blessing in my life that Dr. Bill came in and um, it was through these, this lady I met randomly in a parking lot. She saw me struggling with packages and she gave me some stem cell patches X39 to try out because my friend fails. She had on the spa. I'm also a massage therapist. And it was just interesting because she told me about Dr. Bill and I went there and not only did I was amazed at what he was doing, it was like being at a Rubio clinic because people <laughs> are getting treatments. He's healing people. He has that love in his heart like Dr. Rubio, that great big capacity for compassion and knowledge right. just like him. But what was more interesting is 
as Dr. Bill and I became acquainted and got to know each other, because he didn't know what place he wanted to have me in his uh, facility. You know, I have so many different talents. I do the breath work, transformational breath work. I'm a medium, different things. Massage. Massage therapy practice I have. And integrative school nutrition graduate. I do health coaching. But what was interesting, he's had me, in fact, I'm missing my my microbiology class right now. I'm (laughs) now a student at at his university. So he now has made Dr. Bill a university where you can do it all online. It's fully FDA accredited, believe it or not. Every accreditation you can have. And you can now work as a naturopath under the school. Yeah, and there's no, a lot yeah. of other details I'll spare you without. We could do that for another podcast, but right, you can right. have a career as a naturopath now. So that's something I've, that's been my dream. I mentioned it to the doctor because that was so, there's so many things that go involved with that kind of course that I didn't take 20 years ago because it wasn't readily available. And right. now it's readily available when the universe yep. wants it. And, so I'm learning and- all these different uh, modalities and I'm doing it on, line at my own pace. Yep. Now, you know what? And I, we had a great conversation with Dr. Bill. You know, listened to me just a few days ago. I actually reached out to him. He and I are going to do an, an interview here where we're going to talk about what the work that he's doing and how this whole uh, path that he's been on over the last 40 years is is now brought him to where he is today. And he's got a real unique uh, setup, his, 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 uh, his clinic there in New York. And as you said, he's healing people left and right using FDA-approved Holistic, and holistic wouldn't even is, a, is almost an insult, right? I mean, it's 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 more exactly. than holistic. I mean, there's is more to it, guys. I mean, it's almost there's, but I'll, you know, just stay tuned for that episode. I'll I'll let you guys know when when we're going to be interviewing Doctor Bill and his incredible institute and and the school that he set up. And again, you guys are going to love it. I I, I predict that's going to be one of our our most popular episodes, but it'll be coming up soon, probably the next couple of weeks. So anyway, Linda, I. I, again, guys, I'm sitting here listening to Linda today doing our interview, and I'm I'm trying to get her to talk about herself, and she just keeps talking about everybody that's else. That's funny. That's her that's heart. Funny. That's what I want you guys to see. And I mean, that's why I think God put her where she is. He he it was. I don't, as you guys know, I don't believe in accidents. I believe in what's called virtuous intersection, which means everything happens for a reason. There's a reason, not just me being cured at Rubio's. Reason for Linda and I to meet me to meet her dad. And all the other people that I've met as a result. But I mean, as you guys can listen to for the last 20 or so minutes, Linda, I'm she's talking about everyone except herself. And I'm asking, I'm trying to, I'm I've watched her transformation. I've seen her growth and I see where she's going. And she's gonna be one of the top natural paths. People are gonna be seeking her out. And uh, maybe even some of you guys as a result of listening to our podcast episode interview today. But I'm trying to get her to talk about herself and how this whole thing is going to fit her. And she's talking about everybody else, which is great. I mean, I, I love that because it just shows you who she is. And um, Linda, if someone wanted to reach you, if they're in or around the New York area and they wanted to consult with you about health or maybe even get a, a, a therapeutic massage or just find out more about what you do, how would they reach you? Oh, uh, well, you know, this is my first podcast. I'm, 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 I'm afraid to say I've never even listen to one, but, um, <laughs> I do have a very brief website. I don't have much on it called the healing, healing room North Pole, but really, you know, what? I'll give you my, uh, no, that's fine. Can you repeat the website? I think it's healing room North Port. I don't really do anything. Healing room North Port. There's not much on it, 
Northport, I am a psychic. P-O-R-T? Yeah, Northport. Northport. Okay, guys. So there's one. I will I'll, share we'll, that I'm a psychic. From yeah. I'm certified from the Edgar Casey Foundation. Okay. Um, I will share that, uh, yeah, that I do uh, readings. Uh, and yeah. if you ever come to the Northport area, I do the readings on Zoom. You'd be surprised what you can do with a reading on Zoom because you get so much more out of it than face-to-face. Wow. I, I can't explain. It's a whole different level. But um, I'm really, I, I appreciate what, what you said, um, Russell. Uh, and also my email is Blake, B-L-A-K-E, Nelvid, N-E-L-V-I-D, at iCloud.com. But I'm really here, like my father, to be of service, okay? And that's why I wasn't sharing about myself, because I'm not looking to self-promote. I just said that recently just now. But I know when Russell first, when you first um, spoke to me, you wanted to send something out to people for people to, um, you know, get the knowledge that there's something out there. And I do feel that that's what this is about. I can always talk about myself and what I do right. in another, uh, I guess, another episode. But I really want to get this message out today that you, whoever is listening, has to listen to your inner voice. If there's something mm-hmm. that you hear today that says, you know, maybe I should explore this. That's your intuition. That's God guiding you. That's your higher self. You need to listen and tune out the other people. I say, that's weird because only you know what's right for your soul. Your soul is what directs you. And our soul has so many life lessons to learn, good and bad. This is part of the human experience. We come here to learn good, bad, and indifferent. So I want everyone that's listening to explore. It doesn't have to be Rubio. It doesn't have to be Dr. Bill. It doesn't have to be anything we've talked about, but explore something other than traditional medicine. Right. And on that note, guys, I I couldn't have said it better myself. It's been an absolute pleasure, Linda, to uh, talk to you today. And and, uh, you and I continue to talk. We've got other stuff. I want to learn more about these stem cell patches. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I think Carol and I are going to go up and 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 visit you in New York. Maybe even go by and see Doctor Bill and his his clinic. I was and, hoping for that. That's um, funny you said that. I'm thinking, wouldn't yeah. it be nice? Oh uh, yeah, we. I definitely. Either way, we're going to get up and see you. You know, we don't. My Carol's from Pennsylvania, so we used to get up to that area a lot. But uh-huh. we haven't since my mother-in-law passed away. But we plan on doing it. I've, I've been talking to Carol a little bit about Doctor Bill and what they're doing. So looking forward to seeing you when we get up there. We'll stay in contact, obviously. But guys, thanks so much for listening uh, to this episode of the the Cancer Cure Me podcast and our special guest today, my good friend, Linda Blake. And we look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thanks for being on. Bye, everyone.